I'm stretched out like a great big river Wait on and let's swim together And lines are blurred, the infinity of choice Entering the temporal void pas vu ma brosse à dents. Tiens, on est lundi aujourd'hui. Ah, pour demain, j'ai un devoir d'anglais. Mmh, j'aimerais bien avoir pour ma cantonée. Pour m'aider. les voisins qui rompit toute la journée. Euh, quelque chose comme un bon Elvis Presley. Oh mais c'est vrai, celui-là il en est resté. Un peu d'eau sur la figure pour me réveiller. Le dodo c'est terminé. Je suis presque prête et ça va beaucoup mieux. Je mets mon Shetland rouge ou bien mon Shetland bleu Mon Shetland rouge Mon Shetland bleu Mon Shetland bleu Mon Shetland rouge Mon Shetland bleu Mon Shetland rouge Richard, what the hell is this? Come on, Duff. It's gonna be cool. Just just play along. If I do this, you gonna let me out of here finally? <sighs> just just catch everyone up to speed, okay? Oh my god. Fine. Fine. Um I guess I'm live, by the way. Okay, y'all, how do I even start? Uh this is Duff Dixon. Myself, as well as Colleen Claxton. Uh, have been held here in solitary confinement cells at Richard's compound for now going on three weeks. Uh, we're fine. I, I should say I'm fine. And from what I've been told, Colleen is fine. Matt is here too. Uh, Matt Marcus is also here, but he would not enter his cell. Uh, Y'all might might not know this, but due to Matt going crazy, 
during his shift, Archie uh, moved him to the Times Cannot Containment Cell. So he's already been spent about nine billion years in prison, and he's got a little problem about enclosed spaces. So I guess Richard came to an agreement and uh, is letting Matt kind of roam around the compound as long as he's following instructions and and not leaving the premises. Wow, what can I say? They're feeding us okay. I mean, it's clean enough here. There's not much to do, not much to look at. Richard's been pretty stingy when it comes to details, but okay, I guess I should say this. We're not technically captive. Uh, You know, he's assured us repeatedly that we are free to leave, but in that case, he'll have to blindfold us again and drop us off God knows where several hours away. And I mean, Matt comes by the cell every now and then, and and he seems to be okay. And, uh, well, the big thing is there haven't been any time-traveling assassins showing up here so far. So I guess this being our best option for now to not die at the hands of an immortal murderer, we've just kind of been going along to get along. It is wearing thin, however. Okay, Richard, I think that's all I got to say. Can you let me the hell out of here now? Congratulations, Duff! Your quarantine period is over. You are officially free of all government jackboot toxins and mind control effects. Starting today, you are your own person for the first time in your life. How does that feel? How does that? Let me tell you how that feels, actually, Richard. I am sorry for any discomfort you may have experienced, but... Now you're fully cleared to witness the full majesty of my humble utopia. Would you like a tour? No, I would not like a tour. I'd like to see Colleen Claxton, and I'd like to see Matt Marcus, and I'd like to see that they are safe and uninjured before anything else happens. Well, of course. They're the first stop. Matt is getting Colleen out of her cell right now. Okay, good. Matt is getting caught. Why you're sending Matt Marcus off on his own to do some kind of a complicated task? He's gonna forget what he's doing halfway through. Start wandering around asking what his name is. Actually, Duff, I found that Matt does pretty well with simple instructions. You give him a task, and he can hold it for as long as an hour or so. Must be that world famous U.S. military brainwashing. Any orders? skip the cortex and go straight to his lizard brain. Haven't pushed the limits of that, though. That feels like it'd be a boundaries issue. Uh, Glad to hear that you have some ethical lines. So Matt's been doing okay, then? Because, I mean, I was thinking about this is a compound. We're all technically locked in here. You know, with all this enclosed space, I I wasn't exactly sure how he'd be taking that. Oh, well, sure. Long as he can keep moving, he's okay. Walls aren't so bad as long as there aren't doors closing him in, and aside from a few necessary ones, there aren't any doors in here. Matt's got miles of tunnel he can walk every day. Oh, wait, miles of tunnel? Uh, There they are. Good work, soldier. Thank you, sir. Don't call that man, sir. Colleen, how are you? I've been worried friggin' sick. Are you safe? Have they been feeding you okay? Are you injured? I've been through worse, but I'm looking forward to getting back to work. Which way is your single computer terminal, or whatever you have down here? Well, now that we're all together, I can officially start the tour in full. Now, the first stop is this reception area. 
Look, we can skip the formalities. I understand how this place works. I don't need it all. Uh, I really must insist. Besides it being highly informative, it is of vital importance that you learn the details of the facility from me and as quickly as possible. Just because you're inside the outer defenses does not mean the security countermeasures have stopped. Oh, God damn it, Richard, is the inside of your bunker, like, booby-trapped? <laughs> of course it is! To hell and back! There's probably a lethal something or other maybe every 50 feet of this place. Like I said, safest place in the world. Nobody's getting to you guys while you're here with me. I have to disagree with you. I doubt this place is safe at all. Well, you can listen to me and learn how to live here safely, or you can go wandering off on your own and experience things that will make you wish you were still immortal. Your choice. Fine. Uh, who am I? You are Matt Marcus, and you have been assigned escort duty for this facility tour. Pay attention, soldier. You can learn a thing or two. Sir, yes, sir. Uh, I do not like that dynamic. We, we gotta talk about that. Now, first stop, this is reception. Indicated by a large crimson R every 20 feet along the tunnel walls. It's where the airlock and quarantine cells are. As well as hazmat decontamination showers for if and when the big one hits. Oh. Dang, you really kind of done it up here, haven't you? Yeah. I've been slowly prepping the facility for the cataclysm. But, as details have been woefully scant, I've been trying to secure against a wide variety of scenarios, starting with the most likely. This place should withstand a direct nuclear blast overhead. We're certainly deep enough. A direct nuclear... Excuse me? Richard, how deep underground are we right now? As you move about this area, be careful of the blue floor tiles every so often. They're designed to output enough voltage to melt any and all murder bots that could make their way in here. And if it's enough to hit what I think adamantium's melting point is, you certainly wouldn't survive it. Moving on. Adamantium? The next area is refuse, where all the residents sort any waste to be either composted or incinerated as needed. It's indicated by a large scarlet R every 20 feet along the tunnel walls. Yeah, I see that. That's a good paint job. I feel like there were some more R's back there, right? Back in the... Yeah. You keep an eye open as we walk for trip wires like, like that one there. Now, if you hit one of those, the walls will start firing darts, tipped with the venom of an Azatlan jumping scorpion. Smells like grape juice, but my poison guy says it's the deadliest thing he can source. Costs a mint per dart, too, so try not to accidentally trigger any of them. Jesus Christ. Incredible. Now, down there is the reactor, the power hub of the facility. Indicated by a large puce R every 20 feet along the walls. So, what kind of reactor are we talking about here? Actually, we're just going to keep moving here. This whole corridor is rigged with anti-motion sensors. 
And if we stay in here too long, this whole area is gonna be flooded with radioactive steam. Richard, is there an unlicensed nuclear reactor in this facility? Now, why in the world would I invite jackboot inspectors to sign off on the construction of any of this? That defeats the whole purpose of this entire endeavor. But if you are worried, I can assure you that every inch of this facility was constructed under my personal supervision with the best labor and supplies the Dark Web and Fiverr could provide. Lovely. Hey, uh... What year is it? It's 2021, Matt, and we're almost out of time, so I need you to keep pace and pay close attention. You got it, soldier? Sir, yes, sir. Richard, please don't call him. Matt is not a soldier any longer, okay? Matt's a civilian now. Now, Over here is recreation, indicated by the large cardinal R every 20 feet along the tunnels. These are the common areas for off-hours activities for all the residents here. For all the... Wait a minute. You got other people living down here with you? Well, yeah, with you three joining, we're up to nine now. Over there's the gym. I got a small library. Oh, over there's a green space conservatory with virtual sunlight. It's like a little park from the above world. We're working on a pool, too. Sorry, I didn't hear a word of that. We got to circle back to what you just said before that. You I, you have five other people living down here with you already? I, I, I don't mean any offense, but... From all of our interactions, I had to assume that you were a man living alone. Can I talk to them and see them? I have so many questions. Well, don't get your hopes up. I mean, they live here. They're pretty private people. I'm not going to make them talk to you if they don't want to. So, (laughs) Richard, I I, I seem to remember uh, that in your checkered past, you were involved with like a high-control new religious movement of some kind uh how do i put this gently are you like their leader or something no duff nothing like that this is just a small group of like-minded people forming their own society free from the shackles of the governments of the surface Technically, I'm in charge, but I don't let that go to my head. Hey, here's one of them now. Bao Martin. Yes, is boo ye woo ye Hmm. daddy is pandao me zow. Fascinating. What in the holy hell was that? Oh, that's Rui Leipoean, the local language here. It helps engender a sense of brotherhood down here. Someday everyone will be speaking it. It's a true universal language. Uh, now, before you sit on any benches in this area, you're going to want to check the numbered plate on them. If, uh, if that number is a number in the Fibonacci sequence, that bench will just dump you down a chute into the incinerator. Good lord, the Fibonacci sequence? Okay, but there's a language? Y'all are speaking your own special code language down here? Okay, down this way is the food prep, storage, and greenhouse area. We refer to it as the restaurant. Due to the large burgundy R, every 20 feet along the along tunnel the walls. Tunnel walls. Yeah, Richard, I gotta say, I've spotted a design flaw in your construction here. Uh, it's all big red R's for every single area. I mean, it's extremely confusing. They're all very different shades, Duff. They're all 
shades of red. And couldn't you have called it like cafeteria, done a big C or something like that? Richard, you were going to talk about the food we've been eating. I'd like to know more about it. Sure. Well, we've got three primary grow houses with all the beans and vegetables you could want. We've also got a small fish farm to provide protein and fertilizer. Overall, it's almost entirely self-sustaining. Oh, here's Dennis. He's been looking after the restaurant today. Say ruse tortillon our shush chode, Dennis. Say ruse tortillon our shush chode, Richard. Dennis is our newest resident here. Dennis, these are the guests who've been in reception, Duff and Colleen. Who am I? You're Matt Marcus, and you need to patrol this corridor. Sir, yes, sir. That... Hey, cool. Glad you're out of quarantine. Welcome aboard. Hey, Richard, does this mean I can rota out of refuse duty next week? They're the newbies now, right? No can do, Shalka. Oh, hey, you know the drill. Rota's scheduled a month in advance and locked in. Maybe next time. Midi Wajnug Befa. I hate stewing the sewage. Hi there, sir. I think you said your name was Dennis, right? Can I just ask real quick, h- h- how did you end up down here? I did a bunch of task rabbit deliveries to the mailbox out front. You saw it on the way in, right? Lone, regular-looking mailbox in the middle of nowhere. Sign says nobody along the side. We were blindfolded, actually. Well, anyway, I finally stuck around one day to see who I was delivering to. This guy right here comes out of the woods to greet me. Richard and I had a long conversation about society and going independent and stuff, and within a couple weeks, I was back here with my bags ready to move in. Okay, I don't know how to be political uh, in asking this, so I'm just going to come right out with it. Sir, are you here of your own free will right now? Well, yeah, I guess I could leave and go back to my old life, but this beats driving for Uber, so I'm going to stick it out for now. Okay, but what what about, like, access to emergency medical care if something bad happens? Like back in recovery? It's down that way. Beat red R's on the wall. Can't miss it. We take turns doing basic medical stuff, but anything serious, Serena's able to take care of. She was an EMT, topside. An EMT, fine, sure. But what if it was something really serious? Duff, you're thinking like a spineless, urban, quote-unquote, modern man. This is the frontier, Duff. If something that serious happened to you, even at the border of our property, even with an ambulance right there, you'd be dead before you got to a hospital. It's just part of the lifestyle we've all chosen here. Yeah, like he said. Okay. I guess. Thanks, Dennis. And I pogoish. Das mir shimu mid zezat. Anyway, um, watch for the false walls along here. If they're disturbed, just just a whole bunch of snakes are going to drop down on you. Richard, just how big is this place? Getting a little bigger every day. Now, over there is residential. Everyone's sleeping quarters indicated by the large vermilion R's. Not much to say here, just remember which unmarked door is yours. Some of the others are rigged to detonate when opened. Oh, Richard, what the hell? What about Matt? How's he supposed to remember which one of those doors is going to blow up in his face? We removed the door from Matt's room. It's super easy to spot. He'll just have to deal with that reduced level of security. Not that doors do much anyway. Duff, do you know how many murders are prevented by doors? None. Now, real security 
is a maze of 50 miles of tunnel all around you. You can't kill what you can't find, Duff. That's my motto. Great, you should sell t-shirts. Are we about done here? Because I'd really like to kind of get my bearings. Almost done, everybody. Now, back there is Refuge. It's indicated by a large ruby R on either side of the door. Now, that is for extreme emergencies only. It goes down another 30 feet into a maximum security panic room. All other details are classified. Moving on to the final area, indicated by a large maroon R at the door. It's research, where the crew has set up a lab for Colleen. Oh my, it's oh, it's actually quite spacious in here. I see a spectrometer, proper ventilation, nice computer setup. Oh, it's it's actually quite marvelous. And over here, a broadcast booth, especially set up over the last three weeks, so Duff can do his show. Dang, dude, uh, th- these are better than my digs. I mean, you know, I'd probably remove some of the venomous snakes from this compound, but you've really outdone yourself. Now, Duff, I've been asking you for login info for all the Play It By Year sites for the last week. It was so I could get all this set up. That playlist you told me about's all in place, the sites are logged in. The show is live right now, so whenever you're ready, Duff, you can begin your show properly. Okay, well, hey, Richard, uh, I appreciate your hospitality. Um, I mean, I, yeah, I I look forward to getting to know you up close and personal more, uh, but I guess I should split and start the show. Oh, uh, Duff, one, one last thing. Uh-huh. It's about the cataclysm. Do all the bees of Earth gain super sentience and turn humanity into their new supply of royal jelly? No, Richard, that does not happen. Have a good show, Duff. Live uh, from whatever this is, Desolation Row slash Margaritaville. This is Duff Dixon. Uh, you're listening to Play It By Year. And you just, well, I assume you just heard the song that I wrote on the paper for, for Richard to play for you. That's seven. Does that sound right? Did you hear something French by Jacqueline Taib? Uh, that's from 1967. Welcome back to the show. And to 1967, not on play it by year. Got a good one for y'all today. Uh, assuming that Richard didn't month this up and actually put together the playlists. Uh, as I specified the first block tonight should be the deep, soul block now what is deep soul deep soul well it's uh kind of grew out of southern soul gospel soul tends to be kind of half time you know it's got a groove to it a little bit of a a slower bounce to it uh intimate kind of powerful vocal performances you might expect in this music the themes also you might expect to be a little bit heavier uh or you know at least a little bit more kind of emotionally raw So hopefully you enjoy this, the deep soul block, as we kick off 1967 night here on Play It By Year with Duff Dixon. Good to be back, y'all. At the dark end of the street, that's where we always meet, hiding in shadows where we don't belong. Darkness to 
have to pay for the love we stole. It's a sin, and we know it's wrong. Oh, but our love keeps coming on strong. Still away to the dark
Something to tell you, you should know. I've just couldn't wait for not another day. I love you for more than words can ever say. Honey, leave me. Without you, it's so painful. Yeah, I was tempted to call it a day. Yeah, you've got me in your hand. Why can't you understand? I love you, baby, for more than words can say. Yeah, yeah. I just can't sleep when I lay down in my bed. The thoughts of you, baby, just linger. My head, without you, it's so painful. Oh, I was tempted to call it a day.
soul deep soul i was in deep i don't know about y'all i was in real deep um okay what'd y'all just hear you just heard heart be still by lorraine ellison let's not waste any time that is my pick that is duff's pick for 1967 that really go it takes on a journey that one it's stirring uh before that i love you more than words can say by otis redding and do right woman do right man by aretha franklin and we begin that block with the dark end of the street by james carr i don't know i don't i don't normally uh start the show off with something quite so half time but there's just such a vibe to it I, i couldn't i couldn't help myself i'm a little turned around these being new uh settings and all i can't remember if i even mentioned the uh the discussion question last break did i just in case i didn't i'll go ahead and reset it's good to reset in radio anyway so it don't matter really but the discussion question you are to be put to death 
for your crimes against humanity. And in accordance with state and local laws, you will be served a final meal of your choosing on the eve of your execution. What's going to be on that death row table for you? What's the spread going to be? I got a caller on the line right now. Caller, you are on with Duff Dixon. Who am I talking to? Oh, hey, Duff. It's Lorraine. Remember me? Lorraine, I do remember you. It's been yeah. it's been a hot minute, though. How you been? I know. Oh, I've been good. How are you? Well, I just spent about four weeks in solitary confinement, and so I'm a little, little kooky, a little loony in the, in the brain right now. Um, it happens. But I, I am out. I wish I could see the out of doors and see the sun. I don't actually know. I guess it's 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 my shows on, so it's probably about what seven thirty or so. But yeah, I'm I'm like uh, I don't know how many feet underground I am, so I'm not sure the next time I'm going to see the sun. So maybe I'm getting like seasonal affective disorder. Do you ever get that, Lorraine? Um, I get reverse seasonal affective disorder. What's- so right now I'm very depressed. <laughs> Oh, okay. So when the once the weather changed, are you are you like a goth? Um, some might say that. Okay, yeah. all right. I like it. You know what? You know what it is. It's the goth. The goth thing. It'll never truly die because there's always going to be people miserable enough to not understand irony and not have any shame. And that's the that's the equation. That's how you get a goth. I feel very seen. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just teasing. I love, I love y'all goths out there. Any goths listening, uh, you're, you're in the club. You're one of the cool ones. Hey, what about you? Are you, uh, first of all, do you think there's any chance you will be put to death in your lifetime? Uh, Lorraine. Um, I think I've done a very good job of hiding my crimes against humanity. So I would say probably not. Okay. So this is, we're in pure fantasy now. This is just like, we might've be the question might've been like, you know, you're you're in Billionaire Island. You're at Club Med, and you get a special meal. But let's just pretend that there is the the gravity of it being your last meal on this earth. What what are you going to pick for that uh, that final fateful dinner? I thought a lot about this, and I hope it's okay to share on your platform. But it has to be Salma Hayek's pussy. <laughs> I didn't see that coming, Lorraine. Uh, didn't know things were gonna get so saucy on here. Uh, I mean, I don't. I don't really know how anyone could pick anything else. I don't know if the if the if the American penal system could hook that up for you necessarily. You know, your best option would probably be is to just kind of see if you can find a sympathetic guard on the EV. You'd be like, listen, you and I both know I didn't do this stuff. I'm I'm real blue about the fact that y'all about to kill me. Why don't you come in the cell? Give give me a little sugar, something like that. You know. Well, I would have to have them, you know, wear like a bag on their head so I could picture Salma Hayek's face. <laughs> and I don't I don't know if that is appropriate or hurtful. So. Uh, yeah, you want you want to make sure to get like enthusiastic verbal consent every step of yeah. the way. In that and case. I, you know. Salma Hayek has done a lot of humanitarian work. I think she'd potentially be down. If there were, now here's where things get a little bit sticky, but not pun not intended, by the way. But let's say there's two guards on your block and, you know, they both seem like possible candidates, but one of them is Latin American. Is it racist <laughs> to ask them instead of the other one? 
I would maybe just go with who looks more like her regardless of race. Sure. Facial bone structure, cheekbones, and uh, yeah. maybe a smoky eyeliner, something like that. Yeah. Okay, but, the, but, 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 but get real with me for a second, Lorraine. The, the governor, he wants a, a list of dishes to, to, you know, what's something that you want to cram in your mouth before you die in the food world? No, oh, geez. <laughs> um, I think, I guess it would have to be like a 56-piece sashimi dinner. Okay, yeah, sure. Like a, one of those big, stupid boats full of, full of sushi, right? Yeah, and I'd like to eat it off of Salma Hayek. <laughs> maybe they can hook that up. Maybe that's maybe that's the move. The governor gets you Salma Hayek as a human table. Now it's up to you to use your charms to try to see if you can you can get Salma to go to the next level from there. I want nothing more on my last day, the day before my last day. So. You could be like, hey, if anybody's ever said no strings attached before, they didn't mean it like I mean it. No strings attached. I'm dead tomorrow. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's just like the perfect way to ghost somebody. Like you're a literal ghost. Yeah. I'd be afraid though, having revealed that, that like, so <laughs> that my partner would finally feel safe to reveal all of their psychopathic and sociopathic urges, uh, on me, knowing that it, that it's, it's all going to come out in the wash. Uh, well, you know, I, like I said, I hid all my crimes against humanity, so I could just hide it from her. It's fine. And I, but also, like, you know, if you're going to die the next day via lethal injection versus die the night before because it turns out Salma Hayek is some sort of sexual demon, I mean, that's oh. more interesting. I I would love that if she is. <laughs> Even if, you never, even, better. even if you never come in contact with it, if Salah Hayek is a sexual demon, that's a win for society uh, across the board. I think it is. Well, I'll, I think you have lovely taste in Japanese cuisine and in uh, actresses <laughs> and Thank objects you. of lust. I appreciate you calling in, Lorraine. Good to hear from you again. Call back anytime. What a nice, what a nice character. Who doesn't love to hear from Lorraine? I love to hear from Lorraine. Always a treat when it happens. Oh, right. I have a show. That's right. Okay. So it's 1967. And ever since I started this show, I've been, I've been kind of waiting to finally get to this block. And every year we've done so far, it's kind of like, nah, not quite, you know, not quite the depth of material I want. Finally, it's 1967 and we doing the bossa Nova block tonight. Bossa Nova. What is bossa nova? Well, first of all, let's start with the etymology because bossa nova means new style, the new style. So you take samba syncopation, but you give it a cool, smooth, smoky, easy listening vibe. You know, samba, samba, that's shake your hips music. Bossa nova is like seductively sway your hips music. Kind of a kind of a horny on main play by year tonight so far i don't know if uh, are we establishing a theme tonight i'm i'm willing to go with it i'm not squeamish about human sexuality y'all it, it, it's a shining arcing rainbow of diversity and i support it uh but let's get into the bossa nova block here on 1967 i play it by year with me duff dixon Can you help me to be? Não traio o amor que lhe 
quem não dá É o trabalho de quem não tem Capoeira que é bom não cai Mas se um dia ele cai, cai bem Samba sair, ai, 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 
Quer guardar o mundo em 
rochas dessa ala Você era a favorita Onde eu era o mestre sala Hoje a gente nem se fala Mas a festa continua Suas noites são de cala Nosso samba ainda é na rua Hoje o samba saiu Procurando você quem te viu, quem te vê Quem não a conhece não pode mais ver pra crer Quem jamais esquece não pode reconhecer Quando o samba começava você era mais brilhante E se a gente se cansava você só seguia adiante Hoje a gente anda distante Do calor do seu gincado Você só deixa dançante Onde eu não sou convidado Hoje o samba saiu Procurando por você Quem te viu Quem te vê Quem não a conhece Não pode mais ver pra quem jamais esquece não pode reconhecer O meu samba se marcava na cadência dos seus passos O meu sono se embalava no carinho dos seus braços Hoje de teimoso eu passo bem em frente ao seu portão Pra lembrar que sobra espaço no barraco e no cordão Quem te vê, quem te vê Quem não a conhece não pode mais ver pra crer Quem jamais esquece não pode reconhecer Todo ano eu lhe fazia uma caprocha de alta classe De dourado eu lhe vestia pra que o povo admirasse eu nem sei bem com certeza Porque foi que um belo dia Quem brincava de princesa Costumou na fantasia Hoje o samba saiu Procurando por você Quem te viu, quem te vê Quem não a conhece não pode mais ver pra crer Quem jamais esquece Não pode reconhecer Hoje eu vou sambar na pista Você vai de galeria Quero que você me assista Na mais linda companhia Se você sentir saudades Por favor não dê na vista Bate palmas com vontade Faz de conta que é turista Hoje o samba saiu Procurando por você Quem te viu, quem te vê Quem não a conhece Não pode mais ver pra crer Quem jamais esquece Não pode reconhecer Sim.
Nova, Bossa Nova Block, 1967, that play it by ear. You just heard Quem Te View, Quem Te Ve by Sonia Rose. Before that, Corsal Vagabunda by Gal Costa and uh, Caetano Veloso. And, and before that, also Quem Te View, Quem Te Ve. I took two versions of that song. This the other one was by Nara Liu. I just thought they were, they had such a different flavor. I want to play them both. Is that allowed? It's my show, my rules. And we begin that block with Baron Bow by Astrid Gilberto. I don't know, man. I could just kind of listen to that stuff forever. Does that make you square? Are you getting old when you decide that like easy listening music is cool? How does that work? Have we decided that there's no such thing as cool and uncool anymore? Of course we haven't. Only I have. And I've only decided that because I am uncool proud of it uh okay resetting your discussion question for tonight you are to be put to death for your crimes against humanity i really relish the drama of being able to do this each time uh in accordance with state and local laws you will be given one final meal of your choosing what's going to be on your death row table that's what we're talking about tonight I do believe i got a caller on the line right now caller you're on with duff dixon who am i talking to hi duff this is gabby hey Gabby Jesus. Hi, Gabby. Second time caller. Second time caller. You did call in once before. I, you do sound a little bit familiar. I did. I did. I did call a long time ago, Duff. I, I know you get a lot of calls. So I know. You probably Sorry. don't remember me. I like to try to remember the, but you know, I, this brain is not a steel trap. It's just a bunch of meat, bunch of meat and goo okay. in my brain. I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge fan. Well, I'm a fan of your whole energy, Gabby Jesus. Thanks for calling in tonight. I hope you appreciated uh, that that Bossa Nova block, and I hope you appreciate uh, this this discussion question as a kind of a, I don't know, like a, a platform to meditate on your own demise. You think? <laughs> you're, you're welcome. You're welcome, Jeff. I am so excited to even think about my last meal. So thank you for bringing it up. Of course. I asked the last caller this same question. I want to ask you too. What do you think is like, is there, is there a chance, a snowflake's chance in hell, as they sometimes say, that you will uh, be executed by the state? Do you think there's any chance that that's the way you go out, Gabby? Well, you know, there is a one in three chance. I am a woman. I am Mexican. And I uh, do not uphold the law so i kind of feel like maybe one in three one in four i don't know i think it's still a good chance you could probably confess to crimes on this show right now because as i understand it the guy who uh i'm living with right now richard is kind of bouncing this signal from satellite to satellite i mean it'd be impossible to be traced you know what though don't though because on your end i don't know if things are as secure so probably still dangerous i could probably confess to crimes i don't know about you I hope that no, you don't. No, that's fine, Jeff. I'm here in my basement, my <laughs> grandmother's basement. So oh, I feel nice. like I'm very secure, and I have this whole place barricaded. Do you know how hard I had to fight the urge just now as a loser white man to say the word abuela when you said grandmother's basement? That was like, I felt yes, that instant. It is abuelita. We call her abuelita. Uh, 
yeah, yeah. but I shouldn't. I, they, they, I have no business sticking my toe That's into. Fine, Jeff. I'm the I'm the whitest Mexican in the family, and they still catch me. So I think they would accept you too. I'm a Texan, so I'm like the whitest of the white people. It kind of, you know how I mean. Like if there's a spectrum, you know how I mean. I mean, I guess if yeah. I was like if I was like a racist <laughs> landowner slash colonizer i would be a little bit wider than i than just being from the state of texas but you get where i'm coming from all right enough gilding the lily and talking about race and feeling <laughs> uncomfortable and squirming let's let's talk I'm comfortable about, talking about this let's talk about this meal i want to know i want to just t- imagine right. it's like, imagine really it's like a, a food it. porn show you know when they're I've like really thought about this on netflix they're yeah. just like slowly cutting the whatever and you see it all it's all you know super high contrast yeah tell me what's on this what's on the table well for the first three years of my criminal life i wanted to eat a seasoned hawk like just just like any hawk. Sure. Uh, season though, season though. Why are you laughing? I like that you said season. Because you think eating a bird of prey, you think just like stripping flesh off the bone with your teeth and it's raw. No, you know, get a cast of lay going, maybe some They kind of season themselves though. They're eating rodents, they're eating berries, they're eating sticks, you know, things hawk-y. Yeah, and you got to cook that real good. There gotta cook that real exactly. good going trichinosis or something yeah yeah Roti- oh, right. rotisserie hawk rotisserie hawk mm, glistening based it in its own juices mm-hmm. okay keep going what else okay but i also have another recommendation i want a hometown buffet meal <laughs> before i die a hometown family buffet meal for my whole family yeah. and me. Are they going to wheel in and a bunch of chafing dishes, essentially, so that you have the whole the whole spread? Like, you don't, you don't check boxes ahead of time. I want this, this, and this. They're just going to bring a hometown buffet's worth of dishes, and you're going to kind of, you know, browse through, pick something up, put on the plate, sure. that kind of thing? Yeah. I mean, I kind of thought they would just shackle me up and fall in chain and then take me to hometown buffet. take you to hometown buffet that would be so exciting as a diner at hometown buffet what's with the lady in the jumpsuit oh she's going to be put to death tomorrow this is what she wanted and then i can stay there from 8 p.m till they close what's the here's the question for you i don't even know everything that goes on your hometown buffet plate but what's on your seconds plate what are you getting more of after you've kind of done the tour oh spaghetti spaghetti and pizza together together. i don't know if you're aware of this gabby Hayes, but there was a fine dining establishment in america at one point uh, i believe called chuck e cheese are you aware of this this establishment Chuck E. Cheese. I love Chuck E. Cheese. What you might not know. Can I change my answer? Can I go to Chuck E. Cheese you, now? You might want to because at least at, at least at one point in time, one of the signature items on the Chuck E. Cheese menu was, Gabby Jesus, a spaghetti and meatball pizza. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sweating right now. I know. What, what did you say? spaghetti and meatball pizza probably made oh. by the giant rat oh my God. he probably made oh himself my God. 
ratatouille style he's back there you know how ratatouille oh he's he's got the he's got the yeah, cheese and the strawberry not, you know he bites some both. ratatouille he might be a rat but yeah. he knows his shit he knows the shit. I know, and then Chuck and Chuck E. Cheese, it. he's got a meatball. Num, num, num. He's got a he's got a cheese pizza. Num, num, num. Let's put them together. <laughs> Let's make jazz with our food. I love it. I love it. Yes, I love it. Yes. So they need to you, just incorporate hometown buffet with Chuck E. Cheese. So okay, and I think, do you they, think there's something. Do you think a uh, couple questions? Do you think if they bring you to the Chuck E. Cheese and the Shackles, one, how is that going to impact your ski ball game? Do you think that you're going to be you know, mm-hmm. not Good hitting question. any high scores. Good question. No, no, no. I actually, uh, I think maybe it'll make my game better. It Just would force you to kind of work with die. your hips, kind of work with your hips. You know, the hand being like the the release mechanism, the hips being the the. I see how it would work. Okay. Well, Once I again, on thighs, so I don't even really need to use my hands. I love. So the- I would just take the ball in between my thighs and then I would I was like do like a 360 sure around and then I would shoot the ball and it would go you know what I mean I know like, exactly what you mean yeah. I love the spectacle of it I love the idea of a little tyke being like mommy what's what's going on over there don't look at her son go play Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles I'm gonna die who cares <laughs> Let the children watch. Last question. Now, the the rotisserie hawk, is that is that the appetizer to the Chuck E. Cheese trip, or do you come home from Chuck E. Cheese and then have the rotisserie hawk? I think the rotisserie hawk is during. I'm going to bring it with me. <laughs> B-Y-O-H. Chuck E. Cheese, and then I could, nobody's going to say shit to me. Nobody's gonna say shit to me. B Y O R H. I gotta say, Gabby Jesus. I, I know that you're that you're used to this tough prison life, but we try to avoid these four letter words on the show. These f bombs and s bombs. Please don't scandalize I'm sorry. me. I'm 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 so sorry. I'm but a small town kids, boy. They're not fucking look at me in the face. Oh my gosh! It's over. Oh, she's gonna hurt me. This is a this is a hardened criminal. No, not you, I'm Jeff. Not to. you, Jeff. Those cra- those crazy kids at Chuck E. Cheese. They meant enough to ruin my last meal. If you're listen, if you're a kid out there at Chuck E. Cheese right now, or any kind of hawk, be on the lookout because Gabby <laughs> Jesus is coming for you. Yeah, I'm coming for you. You're delicious. The <laughs> hawk, not the children. Not Thanks. the children. Let's be clear. <laughs> Thanks for calling in, Gabby. I think it's a great meal. Sounds like a fantastic outing. Call back anytime. What a what a bunch of fun we're having tonight on this show. It feels like uh feels like old times or something. Does that make sense? Whatever. Anyhow, um, okay, what's happening next? Well, it's the sixties. I always try to have a jazz block in the sixties. Tonight is no exception. Post bop. Post bop was an emerging style of jazz at the time. Let's do like a forensic DNA analysis of post-bop. Let's start, or maybe more like an Ancestry.com family tree of post-bop. Let's start in the, uh, in the 1920s with the swing movement. You had fellers coming back from World War One, and they their gals wanted to go out and dance and get wild. I don't want to do a, a little foxtrot. I want to go crazy. Swing me around. That's, you know, swing music was the logical answer to that, that burning desire. But by the 1940s, it had kind of morphed into big band, you know, real orchestrated, real exacting, maybe a little safe. 
Uh, so some of the players, a little tired of playing, you know, second clarinet in a big band, started what is called bebop music. The idea being, you know, let's improvise. Let's get weird. Let's play real fast. Let's show off our, our chops. Uh, then in the 60s, early 60s, late 50s, some of those players were like, well, this is hard to dance to. We're having fun, but the but the crowds are kind of scratching their heads. Let's use let's throw in some blues changes. Let's throw in a backbeat. Let's call this hard bop. That way we can still play the fun stuff we want to play, but then, you know, the good people can kind of dance around while we're doing it. Now, here at the end of the 60s, however, you had this new thing popping off called free jazz. I, I recommend if any of y'all want to listen to it sometime. Uh, Ornette Coleman, Cecil Taylor, free jazz is real out there true anarchy no rules everybody just playing their own thing extreme experimentation and some of the hard bop guys were like well gee you know what we're doing feels like a cookie cutter feels totally safe compared to that stuff maybe we can still keep these catchy melodies these danceable beats and weave some of that anarchic experimentation chaos into it too and the result of that is post bop wild I stood it out off the top of the dome. It's like we had a little Ken Burns documentary here at the <laughs> beginning of this block. But let's have some fun with it. Let's listen to post-bop music on the post-bop block here on 1967. I play it by year with me, Duff Dixon.
Post Bop Block. 1967 night played by year you just heard passion dance by mccoy tyner and we began that block with footprints by wayne shorter just a two-song block you know it's, it's either going to be a metal block or a, or a jazz block when you got two-song block going folks let me tell you something I, i've been around a long time and, I, and i've lived long enough to have incurred uh a significant amount of regret in my life i've also learned that uh when i see an opportunity to correct an error, I should take that chance. Um, a few episodes back, I had a young lady on the show by the name of Christina. I believe the discussion question that night was recommend a YouTube channel you think I might like. And Christina and I had a real nice chat about, uh, I think it was tie dye, something like that. And unbeknownst to me, during that call, my program that night was the victim of a broadcast signal intrusion. And so none of our, our conversation together made it to air. And I just kind of never got over it. I just kind of felt like I'd done her dirty and I wanted to track her down. Uh, but all I had to go on was a first name and that she had a, a casual interest in, in tie dye YouTubers. So I had to do some serious Google foo, really put it to the test. And it's taken a couple of months, but I'm proud to have back on the show for now her second and first proper appearance. Christina, Christina, welcome to play it by year. Thanks for having me back, man. I'm so sorry about last time. I, obviously, I had no idea what was going on. I hope you weren't too peeved by that. Oh, no. I think I think everybody was just relieved to hear from Richard. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, there's an abundance now. More than we ever need. <laughs> Plenty now. Well, I'm so glad that I was able to track you down, and I'm real excited to hear what you got for tonight's discussion question. Let me just restate that. The discussion question tonight, you will be put to death for your crimes against humanity. Uh, and in accordance with state and local law, you will be offered a final meal on the night of your execution. Now, what's going to be on your death row table, Christina? What do you, what, what give, take me through the spread? It's definitely going to be what I had for lunch today. Mm. Uh, I went, yeah, I went to a little barbecue place and they had a brisket. Where's Dwayne? With... Has anybody seen Dwayne? Oh, gotta go. Thanks for calling. Yep. Do you know where Dwayne is? Okay, hang on a second, buddy. Let's take a deep breath. Now, I don't know who Dwayne is. Is that one of Richard's followers or somebody? No, no. He's my baby brother, and he's dead. Oh, my God. Matt, I'm so sorry. Uh, boy, that's awful. You want to you bring it in here? Give me a big hug? I mean, he could also be injured or incapacitated, or maybe somebody is holding him captive. He needed me to take care of him, Duff. And I forgot, and now now he's gone, and it's all my fault. Okay, hang, hang on there, buddy. How did you find out about your brother being in trouble? I don't know. I was uh, I was out in the hallway talking to this uh, British lady, and she told me my name was Matt Marcus, and then I I just knew. Oh my God, my baby brother. Well, uh, hang on though, because it sounded like you don't necessarily have concrete evidence that anything's happened. So maybe, maybe we shouldn't like jump straight to the worst possible conclusion. He comes to visit me. Okay. He comes to visit me every week. We play spades Sundays. That's when we get to have visitors. Visit. Wait a minute. You, you remember having visitors? Mm, yes. Interesting. Okay. Well, do you know where, where he comes to visit you? Like where you are, uh, w w when it's Sunday and you get visitors? I don't know. I, 
I don't even know what's going on most of the time, or what year it is, or anything. All I know is that Dwayne comes to visit me every Sunday. It's been weeks since I've seen him. I don't know how I know. I just know. My baby brother is dead, and it's all my fault, and he's all I had left. I'm sure it's not like that, okay? Dwayne is actually probably trying to get in touch with you, but but you recently moved, so so he's probably like, you know, calling all the numbers he knows. Oh, good. There you are, Matt. Sorry about that intrusion there, Duff. Soldier, you see the red light on that door? That means a live mic. You do not enter when the light is lit. That's why there's a sign that says, do not enter when the light is lit. Now, unless you're fixing for a court-martial, you'll get back down the hall to restaurant. Dennis and I aren't going to peel all those potatoes ourselves. On the double, soldier. Oh, come on, man. The dude's having a moment here. Sir, my apologies, sir. Up, two, three, four. Up, two, three, four. Man, sorry about that, Duff. Got away from us for a minute. Won't happen again. I'll get out of your hair. Uh, Actually, buddy, can you hang back for a minute? I was kind of hoping to have a chat with you. Oh, uh, sure. I was going to talk to you after the show, but now it would be good. The listeners can be kept in the loop that way. Good for continuity. Since y'all are living here now, I think it's only fair we revisit the terms of our agreement. Since I'm providing food and shelter, I think I have a right to get one cataclysm-related guess a day, rather than once a week. Furthermore, since most of these are going to be off the air, it's only fair if rather than a strict yes-no Okay, yeah, thing, no, 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 no. I, 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 I want to talk about something else, all right? We need, we need to have a conversation about Matt. You, you can't order him around like a, like a goon. I mean, Matt is a civilian, and, and he's earned his retirement. And I know that it can be a challenge to manage Matt's kind of emotional push and pull but but lying to him and manipulating him that denies him something essential that like denies him his humanity so i just gotta ask that when it comes to your fellow man you gotta do what's right okay you not just what's convenient duff you need to look around you okay this network of tunnels and equipment it's my home I and everyone else who live here rely on it remaining secure for our safety and well-being. I I want to be sympathetic, but just because you chose to live in some underground bunker, you you don't Do you think I chose to live like this? Like a goddamn mole person? Duff, there are communes of self-sustaining off-the-grid people dotted all across the world. If all I wanted was to be left alone, well, that's a hell of a lot easier to accomplish than all this. I don't know if you've even listened to any of my messages to you, but long ago, I needed to disappear. Completely. I didn't have a magic wand to make it all happen. No, no, it took sweat and blood and sacrifice and careful, careful planning. But all it takes is one slip-up. Get a little lazy, get a little sloppy, you pop back up on the radar, and all of this work will have been for nothing. And if that nutcase in the other room... That, no, that man is a human being, Richard. He is a variable. An unknown quantity, and that makes him a threat to me and everyone who lives here. Just, just look. 
You're so keen on empathy and understanding, try this thought experiment. You've been looking over your shoulder for years, sleeping with one eye open wherever you go. With your own hands, you dig out a home for yourself, and slowly your life begins to feel normal again. Then one day, three government agents turn up on your doorstep asking you to hide them away. They are fugitives from powerful G-men whose jurisdiction knows no bounds. Their names, faces, fingerprints, who knows what else are all on file. And to complicate matters further, one of them happens to be a raving lunatic ready to fly into rage at a moment's notice. Did I mention he is also a highly trained killer? Would you take on that kind of risk? Would you expect anyone to? Well, I did. As terrified as I am about all that, I believe in this mission. I, I know you're the last best hope for all of us, and I'm proud to help. But there is a condition to my hospitality. Don't you ever tell me how to keep my goddamn compound safe again. I have a heart duff. I care for Matt just like you do, and if, if you ever hear or think that I'm being cruel with him, then you feel free to have words with me or pop me in the mouth or whatever. When it comes to the safety of every person down here, all nine of us, it's my way or the highway, understood? Loud and clear, dear leader. Have a nice show, Duff. All right, whatever. Let's, let's get back to the show. Uh, sorry, sorry, y'all. Sorry about the interruptions there. Um, I got to, oh shoot. Did I, hang, I hung up on Christina, didn't I? Okay. Well, I'll work that out. I should also probably try to get a hold of Matt's brother for him. I don't know if we can get him down to the compound necessarily, but we could maybe get a call out to him or something like that. I'll work on those things. I should make a note. Okay, uh, I got one more block for y'all tonight. I feel like we've been like having a good time tonight, but maybe been keeping a little easy, a little breezy tonight. I think it's time to get heavy. And we're still a year or two off from like the true dawn of the heavy metal era. Uh, but in the interim, you know, psychedelic rock has been getting kind of tougher, rawer, louder. And right now at this kind of apex of that, I think we end up with a movement that I'm calling hard acid hard acid you know what i mean like there's there's a something flip when you do speed and lsd at the same time it's not a hippie flip that's something else i'm a little down on my lingo because i ain't done a sting in a while i know i'm a narc and a loser and a and a g-man and whatnot i'm retired though i'm a civilian now and in my heart of hearts you know do whatever makes you happy as long as it's safe sane and consensual uh but hard acid I'm ready to rock out. I'm ready to headbang a little bit, you know? So let's do it. Let's, uh, let's drop our beans and let's bang our heads here on, uh, on hard acid 1967. I play it by year with me, Duff Dixon.
a mustache You come into me with that soulful look on your face Come in looking like you never ever done one wrong thing Just don't know how 
acid hard acid use her manic depression by the Jimi hendrix experience before that i think i'm going weird by art and and slobber slobber by cream and we began that block with you keep me hanging on by vanilla fudge uh i don't know man like i feel can you feel them kind of like yearning for somebody to invent heavy metal it feels like they're just like Man, if only we were singing about demons and stuff instead of colors, <laughs> then we could really get things popping off. Still cool though. 67 things getting real heavy. Um, okay. Uh, I, I, I only have one more caller on the show for y'all tonight and I'm going to reset. I'm going to do the, <clears throat> I'm going to do the full delivery again. So let's see if I can tap into the drama of it. You will be put to death. 
for your crimes against humanity and in accordance with state and local law, you will be afforded a final meal, a last supper of sorts. Uh, what's going to be on your death row table on the eve of your execution? I got somebody on the line right now. Caller, y'all, Duff Dixon. Who am I talking to? Hey, Duff. How's it going? Uh, this is Bryce. Uh, Friend of the show. Bryce Slam Dunk. How you doing tonight, man? doing pretty good i'm doing pretty good how, how are you doing stuff i've been in solitary confinement for a few weeks so i feel like i'm i'm excited to be hearing people's voices and uh looking around in a different room so that's cool yeah and uh, that's like one of my one of my biggest fears is, is the sounds that are foreign to me acousmatic sounds that might be occurring within my head or outside of my head and i feel like solitary confinement would really exasperate that it's not that bad for me i I don't experience the same amount of time dilation as the average person would in in those kinds of uh conditions but it's boring i mean you know i'm still kind of like all right here's another day okay here's another day but not too hard once you start stacking them up you just gotta you gotta have strong mind games to play you know, yeah, can, like uh, Principal Skinner taught, taught Bart Simpson when he was trapped under the newspapers. Just like Principal Skinner taught Bart Simpson. I can do a whole Sudoku in my head now. That's a, I know, right? You could learn to. There's probably yeah, there's probably like a YouTube tutorial how to how to do a whole Sudoku in your head. I bet I bet there's somebody like a with a real symmetrical face with like a Snapchat filter on that makes their eyes impossibly blue telling you like <laughs> you got to go inside and you and there's like you know do 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 they got like some uh some ukulele music behind and some finger snaps something like that yeah, yeah. it might it might also be a chapter in catching the big fish by david lynch <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's probably doing sudokus in his head the entire time he was making uh uh inland empire I imagine couldn't have been paying too close attention to the set He's kind of a vlogger now since COVID. He's always putting index cards up on his webcam or something. Yeah, I mean the guy—he's—he's he's such a—he's such a sweet, positive seeming guy. And then every now and then he'll get angry about like people watching movies on their phones and like dropping f bomb. And you're like, oh, look at look at you. You're a little bit like Dennis Hopper in that movie you made. You know, you know, it's it's interesting. There's a there's a. It's, it's kind of like you know life imitating art. You know, there's a there's a steaming underbelly to the to the, to the seemingly idyllic surface of David Lynch. <laughs> yeah, by day he's like super. I like to do transcendental meditation, and then he's probably like huffing nitrous and going to weird orgies at night. You know, I can only imagine when he doesn't solve the Sudoku that he's visualizing his head. Just that, <laughs> what it must be that night. <laughs> okay okay let's let's get first of all i've been asking everybody this tonight and i want to ask you too uh bryce do you think there's a chance that this is how you're gonna go do you think there's a chance that you will be executed uh i think it would not be like i don't think i'd be like a ward of the state kind of thing i think it would be a, a more summary execution i think it would be kind of uh like a militarized police force would execute me sure sure like they'd have a little kangaroo court in the in the town center yeah. uh they'd say you know uh subject bryce to your knees you know you'd look up yeah. at the sky try to see this try to see the stars and then uh bang bang Probably- well, not, not, 
or not even that. They'd, you know, they'd catch me like uh, unwrapping a Jolly Rancher and think it was a gun and shoot me. <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, you know, those, those, uh, those in, uh, in low lighting, those purple Jolly Ranchers, they look pretty gunmetal gray. You could be, you could be, you know, pulling that. Who is that, uh, Czechoslovakian dude who assassinated a guy with a, a secret umbrella gun. Maybe you're pulling some spy stuff out there with your Jolly Rancher. Let's let's think of things a bit more legit. Uh, this is this is capital punishment done the American way, Bryce. Where you're going to be given a special meal. You're gonna you're gonna be able to to make the whole table however you like it. What are you gonna have for your for your final meal uh, on on death row? You know, I thought about this, and this sounds pretty perverse. And uh, upsetting. So, I think a few weeks prior, I, w- I would like I'd like to be anesthetized very well, and I'd like to have my teeth pulled out because I think one of the real downsides to, to consumption is the, the scum that forms on your teeth. You know, <laughs> I think I think it really de- I think it degrades the flavor. Of what you're eating or drinking, uh-huh. you know, just all yep. being conscious that food residue essentially just garbage is, is forming on your teeth, you know, and you can you take it, I, you know. And <laughs> right, yeah, of course, nothing worse than, bite, than tasting lunch while you're trying to eat dinner. You're just you're just sucking on some garbage between bites. <laughs> okay, so you're gonna yeah. take your teeth out after being anesthetized. <laughs> Take my teeth out, and then I think I just want a cup of coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Any cream, any sugar with that, Bryce? No cream, no sugar. I might put a couple on the end in it, and then you want like a you want like a a a pour over or like a nice French press. You just want like you know some Folgers free dried crystals. What are you looking for, Mister Coffee? You know, just they have a Mr. Coffee to make me a cup. I kind of like, I, 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 I drink coffee pretty strong because, you know, it's like, you know, to, because to serve the purpose of, you know, coffee. Like that, strong. Maybe make yeah. a big pitcher, you know, in the morning, like, heat yours over think, like an hour later when it's at the bottom of the pot and it gets nice and thick. Not, what I really like, though, is I don't like this, not like this is, I feel guilty admitting this. I feel like like Andre de Balzac would would be uh, disgusted with me. Uh, <laughs> I like I like like you know when you're you're on a log drive and you're in like the Central Valley, just somewhere awful, just going down I five and just white knuckle in it. And sure, to, sure, yeah, no man's land. And they have coffee in a styrofoam cup that's like. Uh, as the old good joke goes, <laughs> what's, the, what's the similarity between aforementioned cup of coffee and making love in a canoe? <laughs> as the old joke goes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, finish it. What's the what's the, what's the difference or the similarity it's rather? Effing, it's effing near water. I like that coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure some gas station coffee out of a big decanter that you pump i like it no yeah, teeth it's, it's no teeth water. to get in the that's way like, that's like my that's that's my death row cup of coffee 
Now, okay, I guess since we're here, I might as well give you mine because I haven't given mine all night, and I've, I have been pondering what I would get um, on mine. So, I, okay, so here, this is very earnest. This is what I would have if I was being executed. This is my final meal, okay? I'm, I'm going to get this. I'm going to get Apple Jacks, bowl of Apple Jacks, no milk. I want water on them. Um, I want breakfast sausage, preferably just frozen Jimmy Dean breakfast sausage, uh, over anything fresh uh, i want a bowl of chili no bean chili over uh white rice and i want a slice of birthday cake that's it and uh to drink i'll well, take kind of just just a yellow yellow birthday cake with white frosting and rainbow sprinkle kind yep. of deal if they want to go the extra mile they can get get out some pink icing and write happy birthday duff on it but that's not necessary uh and then, and then, you know, give me a prison cup, give me a metal prison cup, and put some lemon lime Gatorade in it, and that's what I'll, I'll wash it all down with. Why, why, why water on the apple jack? Well, I won't get into it. I'm kind of, I guess I'm a little weird about milk. Uh, I, I find it distasteful. I don't really like the plant based either. And something about water on cereal to me, Bryce, it helps the the cereal sing its own song. You know, do yeah, it. That's true. That's true. You know, it's, it's, but I understand that this is a, this is a, an opinion that will get me some real hate and has on this show before. So I won't, I won't linger here. I'll move on from that. Yeah. Um, okay. Hey. Something I remember about you, Bryce, is that you and I have a mutual appreciation of, uh, one of the big five on the show, Miles Davis. We do. Yeah. He's, he's my number one of your big five. All right. Well, Hey, it's 1967. I am going to leave y'all tonight with the miles Davis song. I thought I'd ch- chat with you about it since I had you on the line here with, uh, this is the, this is the second quintet era. Uh, yeah. Right. This after, is on uh, uh, sorcerer. This is on sorcerer, yeah. which I've always thought, you know, people, I feel like people turn their nose up at sorcerer a little bit and say like, you know, miles of smiles is the one that you want, you know, of this era. Yeah. And I, I agree that it's a stronger record, but there's a, there's stuff going on on Sorcerer that I like. And one of the things that people cite that that they think makes it weaker is that he was really letting the quintet kind of take the lead here. I mean, Wayne Shorter, uh-huh. who we had earlier in the in the heart, in the post bop block, Wayne Shorter has like compositions on this record, you know. But but isn't okay. First of all, isn't part of being a great band leader like trusting your talent and and picking your talent? Yeah. Casting is half the the battle, right? Especially a jazz, and especially if he recognizes you know Wayne Shorter's uh, talent, and you know he's gonna he's gonna want to create an environment where Wayne Shorter can grow as an artist. Not you know, to, that's not to mention like Kanye West is one of my big five, and and there's Kanye West songs that that. You know, Mike Dean did everything on. So oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, a lot of the distinctive sound is, is Mike Dean. It's a collaborative uh music is collaborative, y'all. Not everybody is is Justin Vernon tucked away in his little cabin, you know, recorded things on his iPhone. But but I do think that this this record is a is a special one, Bryce, and I'm glad that you're here to to ring in this last song with me. Um okay. Do you think <laughs> In a devil went down to Georgia uh, situation, you know, is there anything that you could pick up to go against Wayne Shorter in a whoever whoever uh, plays the best solo will not go to hell? What would you grab? What would you try to play? Uh, eruption. 
<laughs> would you turn your back turn your back to Wayne Shorter as you played it so he couldn't see your magical two hand tapping technique? Uh, no, I would I'd choke my two hand tapping technique so the so the devil wouldn't think there was any funny business going on. <laughs> I, I don't I don't want the devil to think I'm I'm a I'm in Dragon Force or something and I'm and I'm <laughs> my thumb on the scale. <laughs> hey, David, it's your cousin Marvin, <laughs> Marvin Van Halen. You know that new sound you're looking for? <laughs> All right. Hey, listen, Bryce, I appreciate your call. It's always lovely to hear from you. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna close off this show without you. I'm gonna do it all all by myself. But I appreciate you uh, you joining me here for the last leg. Yeah, that was good talking to you, Doug. All right, hey, hey, keep brushing them teeth, okay? We're not getting. You're, you're not. <laughs> I'll, I'll brush them. I'll brush them till I pull them out. You only get the two sets, so you're on your last one. Keep taking yeah. care of them, Bryce. All right, thank you. Strong coffee, black from a strong man, Bryce Jones. Fun show tonight. I had a good time. I'm excited about my new uh, <laughs> headquarters. I mean, they're not mine. I'm a guest in this in this area, but really, the the setup here is quite lovely. I'm I'm excited to continue doing the show in this manner. Um, okay, uh, next week, what are we doing? Well, I thought maybe it might be time to to jump forward a little bit. Uh, what do y'all think about 2015? How's that? How's that hitting you? 2015. Should we go back to the year before it all fell apart? 2015. Let's do it. Let's do it next week. Uh, but until then, I would do. I do want to leave you with this song once again from Sorcerer by Miles Davis. The the song is Prince of Darkness. Boy, it's like we're just begging Ozzy Osbourne and the boys to come and invent metal music here uh, at the end of this 1967 episode. Uh, but until next time, thank you so much again for joining me. Please uh, keep coming back. I love spending time with y'all. Uh, had a great time. 2015 next week. This is Miles Davis with Prince of Darkness on 1967. I play it by year with me, Duff Dixon. Go Bruins!
This has been a production of The Lighthouse Keepers Company. Culture illuminated. <laughs>